What's going on, guys? This is Will. And this is Zach. And we are the, the Title Chasers. Welcome back to another episode of Title Chasers with your boy Zach and Will. Today we'll be making our final free agency picks uh, early, later on in the show. We'll be discussing the awards handed out, such as Giannis winning the MVP, and a little bit of baseball later on. But first, I'd like to talk about the NBA draft. Now, Will, I'll have you go first. What are you interested about? Well, I mean, it was an interesting draft overall. Uh, I think the top three were not surprising at all. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, I do like the fourth overall. Uh, I think DeAndre Hunter is going to be a baller, and I'm excited to see him play. Whoever chose DeAndre Hunter to be number four, that was such a good pick. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a really good pick. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you saying it like that? We both have said that. We yeah. We both agreed to that. Yeah. Granted, uh, stole, I don't know. I just you, like getting intense for, you, you like know. to, I mean, you stole my pick, whatever. You kind of took my take, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, the draft, I really like the way it went. Uh, one thing that I'm upset about, though, and I think a lot of Celtics fans are upset about, Bull Bull wasn't drafted by the Celtics. Oh, my God. Okay. So Danny Ainge, what the hell is your problem? Okay. Everybody, <laughs> literally on Twitter... It was trending, Bull Bull to the Celtics. Everybody wanted Bull Bull on the Celtics. <laughs> and each pick, I mean, granted, we had, like, what, four picks before Bull Bull? And we go with Romeo Lankford. We go with, I don't even know how to pronounce this guy's name, Matisse Theibel. Really? That's who we wanted. Grant Williams. No disrespect to Grant Williams. That was a good snag. But some of the other picks that we had, why? Why did we do that? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't Ty Jerome. No. This is what you do. You pick Bulbul. Why do you pick Bulbul? They might think, hey, why do we pick up Bulbul? Simple. He's a center. Seven one center and he shoots threes at a ridiculous rate. Mm. And they're like, Oh, well, what about his injuries? Once when it's in the second round, that's a hell of a snag. Like the Nuggets, who were ultimately the team that picked him up. They picked him in the second round, pick number 44, and he can shoot 55% from threes. They should have, we should have snagged Bull Bull. And then we ended up scooping up Taco Fall later. That was a snag. I'm so glad we did that. But yeah, we so could have had we could have had Taco Fall and Bull Bull, but we didn't. Why? I don't know, because we're fucking stupid. Yeah. Obviously, it's... we're a bunch of fucking Magic fans at this point. <laughs> Surrounded by inferiority. I won't have it. I won't stand for it. Yeah. It was just uh, the way the Celtics drafted was frustrating, but, you know. Some other picks that were interesting. I really like Darius Garland to the uh, Cavaliers. Mm. Him with Colin Sexton. That'll be an interesting thing. Now, however, you've talked about how every person that's you know gone to the Cavs though just had any chance they had at a legacy just like destroyed yeah I agree so, I don't think he's gonna be a like I don't think he's gonna be an, an all-star yeah but he'll probably underperform in Cleveland but he'll you know if you're if you're suited to be a star and you play at like a starting level whatever yeah enough snag yeah <laughs> Jared Culver will be a bust 
He got picked by the Suns, and the Suns suck. Therefore, yeah, he'll yeah. be better than. So they traded picks, the Suns and the and the Timberwolves. So that means the Timberwolves will have the worst player given history. So Cameron Johnson, he'll be the bust. Jarrett Culver will be slightly better than him because mm. he left the Timberwolves and got out of that shitty organization. Interesting. Like I said before, the Timberwolves always pick a bust. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought they were going to pick up Saku Dumbayayu, the France guy, but he ended up slipping all the way to 15. The Pistons snagged him. But a few other picks. Um, Kobe White went to the Bulls. I kind of like that. It's a good spot for him. Jackson Hayes is going to team up with Zion. That's pretty sick. Mm. Roy Hachimura, the first Japanese player ever picked, went to the Wizards. So <laughs> that's the end of that. No. <laughs> Cam Reddish went to the Hawks. I love that. I love that so much. Because mm. they got DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish, like, scoop. Talk about a scoop. Cam Reddish was projected as high as six. DeAndre Hunter's a baller, we, as we talked about last episode. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful spot for him. And then, I mean, some of these picks that I saw after, like, Luka Samanich. Mm, that's going to be a bust. All because tell. of the name. That, uh, that's your main. It's not foolproof, there, but huh? it's pretty foolproof. <laughs> You're telling me, Mafondu Kabelji, who was picked by the Nets with the 27th pick. You're telling me he's gonna be, he's gonna be a starter? Hell no. Yeah. A few other people that fl- slipped in the draft. Nasir Little really like him going to the Trailblazers. Good spot. Kevin Porter Jr. to the Cavs. That's a scoop. Mm. That's a fat scoop. And then from there, a lot of them are just going to fizzle out in one year. Yeah. Except for Bobo. Bobo will be an icon. He'll have a statue in Denver. Not in Boston, but in Denver. Because, you know, we didn't pick him up. But Or maybe we'll just pick him up through a trade next year or something in the No, 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 no. Because no, you got to remember that Danny Ainge is our GM and he doesn't make trades. Yeah, n- yeah, but you want, you got to understand, maybe this is some, like, 4D chess going down, okay? 4D ch- okay. Yeah, yeah. He, he's, thing, he, no, he's like Doctor knob. Strange. He's just got, like, six arms coming out of him, right? And he's just like, bro, I'm going to pass up on Bobo now, give him time to get experience in the NBA, then bam, I'm oh, going to so pick him up. Oh, so we overpay for him? Oh, that's a good idea. You're right. That's probably yeah. what it's going to be. But we're going to have titles, so it doesn't matter. It's all about those titles. Are you drinking? Is is that water or is that alcohol? Just curious. Might be a little bit of both. I don't know yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, as we all know, free agency starts next week, which, of course, we won't have time to discuss by the time free agency rolls around. As we remember, last year, LeBron signed the day of July 1st. Mm. So, I want to make... Our final picks for the free agency season because on Monday it will be the first day, which means shit's going to go down. Hmm. Shit's already going down and it hasn't even started yet. Danny Ainge called out Kyrie somewhat, you know, like shit gets nuts when this time comes around. Yeah. So we'll have our picks for Kawhi, KD, all that. First off, let's talk about Kawhi. Um, I've gone back and forth on this, but I think he's going to the Clippers. Mm. Yeah, honestly, I think we talked about this last week too, but I think it's still really probable uh, that he's going to s- re-sign with Toronto. Nah, fuck Toronto. <laughs> I don't want to go to that bum-ass organization. Yeah, this is literally your only argument. Oh, bro, they just suck. Why do they suck? Because they're in Toronto, bro. Do you really want to play in Canada? Well, they just want a title. So what, bro? 
Yeah, If okay. he wants to win multiple titles, get the hell out of Toronto. Toronto sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's all you say. Yeah, okay. No, I, I think Kawhi is a really good foundation to have in Toronto. I think this is a good chance for them to build a really well-performing team. If, uh, you know, Lowry can learn to stay consistent and not just play good in the postseason like last year, uh, I think uh, we're going to see a lot more from Toronto going forward. But, you know. Well, he historically chokes. Everybody has that one year where they break that that mold of them choking, and then they go back to choking, which is what's going to happen to Kyle Lowry. You watch next year, he's going to be an absolute fucking garbage can. Yeah, just like the whole, just like it's the whole, very possible, just like the whole Raptors organization. They're a complete dumpster fire. Hmm. That you know, and that's why Kawhi is going to bail. He's going to take a one way ticket to to L A. and never come back. Hmm. And they're going to be living in agony because their team sucks again, just like they always have. <laughs> Vince Carter didn't want to play with them. Tracy McGrady didn't want to play with them. Chris Bosh didn't want to play with them. The only one that who did want to play with them was traded to the Spurs for Kawhi Leonard. Hmm. So that's what's going to happen. He's going to go to the Clippers because fuck Toronto. Yeah, okay. He's going to go. You heard from, it here first. He's going to the Clippers. He's going to go from a title-winning franchise to, you know, in, what was it? Was it an eighth seed? What was that? Was that with no stars? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> the only thing that you can really make the argument for is that the Clippers historically suck. But they also didn't have Kawhi Leonard, and nobody wanted to go. But the the robot that is Kawhi Leonard, he's like, oh, I will turn this team to a title. <laughs> Mr. Cyborg, that's what his nickname should be. The yeah. fact that the two teams he's interested in staying, he's, the fact that he's interested in the Raptors and Clippers just shows how much of a robot he is. Yeah. <laughs> why the hell would you want to sign with the Clippers, and why the hell would you want to sign with the Raptors? Yeah, yeah he's an interesting guy to say the least. He's the he's a very unique player. I thought LeBron was unique, but no, no, Kawhi's a whole another animal. Mm. Kevin Durant. Now, since he <laughs> since he tore his Achilles, it's a little bit of a different story than it was a couple months ago. But it looks like some of the main teams he's interested in, the Knicks, the Nets. Or Golden State, or the Clippers, or maybe the Lakers. Mm. Katie can go literally anywhere he wants. He can go to Boston. He can go to anywhere that has cap space. He could go there if he wanted to. Just whether or not he will. Yeah. But I think, I think he's going to resign. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think I said this too. If Golden State loses, that means that it's a very high chance, higher chance than others, that he's just going to end up back in Golden State. I don't know why he doesn't just do. A two plus one in Golden State. This year he recovers. Next year he comes back, and then he can opt out next after that year and leave. Hmm. By then he would have been with them for six years, I think, because he's been there for three years. Another year would be four. Okay, five years. He'll be there for five years, and then he could move on from there. But I think that would be fine. Yeah. Kyrie is a total cunt. Just want to put that out there while we talk about him. <laughs> Kyrie Irving is the the biggest cunt on the planet, and I'm glad that he's leaving the Celtics because he's a giant piece of shit. Yeah, but I can't, I can't wait to sell his shoes. <laughs> the un the unbiased uh, Celtics fan that I am, um, Kyrie is not gonna stay with the Celtics. Why? Because he's a pussy bitch, and he's gonna go somewhere garbage like the Nets. 
Yeah. Uh, he's been talking with the Nets a lot. It seems like that's where he's most interested. He's completely ghosted the Celtics, too. So Which is just no pathetic. way he's re-signing. He's way too much of a diva. He's a massive ego. Oh, and yeah. like I said, he's a total cunt. Picking him up was probably, in hindsight, you know, one of the worst moves we've made in a while, you know, as a franchise. Granted, we still won the trade, but, I mean... That doesn't matter. We did, but at the same time, you know, we didn't get a title out of it. You know, it was just Kyrie feels like a waste of time, you know. The, yeah. This year, all he's, all he's brought is drama. It's just because he's salty because we made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and took LeBron seven games without him. <laughs> and we were one win away twice of making it to the NBA Finals. But we were young and naive. And, you know, whatever, it happens to a team that's inexperienced. But now they have that experience, and they don't need Kyrie. They never really needed Kyrie. Now they need Kyrie. So I think Kyrie's going to go to the Nets. Mm. That's my decision. Yeah. Kemba. I think Kemba is going to the Celtics. Ooh. Because there's three teams that seem to be in on Kemba. Well, I mean, there's multiple teams, but the teams that seem to be the most likely destination, I've heard the Celtics are strong uh contenders for him the Mavericks and then him re-signing with the Hornets and you've heard my my me being vocal about that hell no please don't go back to Charlotte you can go anywhere else and I won't care you can go you can go to the Magic and I won't be mad I won't be as mad I should say don't stay with the Hornets the Hornets are absolutely garbage yeah yeah, it sounds like the Celtics really want to pick him up. And quite honestly, you heard my take last week. We start a bit of an argument with this. But um, I would love to see him go to the Celtics. That would be amazing, you know. It'd be the perfect replacement for Kyrie because, you know, Kemba, you know, he's not toxic. You know, he team friendly. He's very team friendly. Uh, just the fact that he's publicly said he's willing to make a discount for the Hornets to re-sign with them shows you that he's got loyalty. He's got, you know, some sort of moral code, unlike Kyrie, who's just like, oh, I want to win and make a ton of money, you know? <laughs> so Kemba Walker, think about how his life will change if he goes to Boston. All good things, too. He won't have to struggle to be 500. Because mm-hmm. the, the Celtics are consistently winners, as is every Boston team. As soon as you drive into the city, you're going to see TD Garden. You go to Charlotte, people are going to be like, who's Kemba? Who's this Kemba guy that we're talking about? <laughs> Nobody cares about sports in Charlotte. And then you have the Celtics, 17 titles. You know, history of success. The hell have the Hornets done? Hornets have done jack squat. Because they are a jack squat organization. Haven't done shit. Complete embarrassment of a team. Honestly, if we had to contract the NBA back to like 20 teams, I would take out the Hornets right away. Them and the Timberwolves and maybe like, I don't know, the Magic. Teams that just don't matter. They always suck. So why do we have them around? If I had to do that, it would the Hornets would be the first pick. Because the Hornets are absolutely pathetic. <laughs> they are completely and utterly pathetic. Moving on, though, I, I'm saying the Celtics. You seen the Celtics too? Um, I, I think it's fifty between Boston and Charlotte. Oh God, it shouldn't be. <laughs> oh, God, that's what it is. But you know, Kemba, if you have a brain, just go to the Celtics. Oof. Please don't waste your time in Charlotte <laughs> anymore. Demarcus Cousins wasted six years 
of playing with the Kings. What did that get him? Nowhere. Speaking of DeMarcus Cousins, he's a free agent. He'll probably be pretty cheap, I think. Um, free agents, C-wise, I don't really know where he'll go. I don't know where the market is for him. What do you think the probability of him resigning is? Oh, that's that's a tough one. I feel like he shouldn't resign with yeah. the Warriors. He showed that he's not very valuable for them. Yeah. But he could be cheap because... Yeah, because he sucks. Kind yeah. Of. <laughs> the Rose will be just like, you know what? You want to keep winning titles? We feel bad for you here. Take this contract. And he's like, okay. <laughs> he would only stay if KD leaves, though. Yeah. Now, how would you feel about him being a possible starter with the Lakers? At the right price, that's a good deal. Yeah. I'd get to markets for Especially a since they're really looking for, you know, a bulk, uh, oh. bulked up roster, oh. you know? Actually, thinking about it, him and uh, AD for a short while with the Pelicans were killing it. Yeah. They were so good. But then he got injured and then he bailed. But that that would be a good tandem. LeBron, AD, and DeMarcus Cousins, they're friends, AD and DeMarcus Cousins are. Yeah. That would be a snag. I would love to see that. Jimmy Butler, he's another free agent. Ah, I got to say, I think he's going to resign with the Sixers. Really? I think he's going to retire with the Sixers. I could see him going to the Lakers as well. That's the they thing. They don't have enough money, though. Yeah. That's the issue. I there. don't think him and DeMarcus, you know. That's way too much ego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that'd be so exciting to see on the Lakers, though, because they're a complete shit show. They're just disguised <laughs> by LeBron. Yeah, you have Jimmy Butler, you know, who's up and coming, really talented player, but he is so toxic. And then you have LeBron, which is, you know, even though he's one of the best players, arguably, of all time. He has a huge ego, you know? Another so. place I can see DeMarcus Cousins is maybe uh, the Mavericks. Because the Mavericks are looking for stars. They give DeMarcus Cousins $20 million. No one else is going to give him $20 million, I don't think. Because hmm. I don't know if the, Lake, the Lakers have to sign one star, if they even do that, or they can surround him with depth. But yeah. they're stupid, so they probably won't go for depth. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Butler, I think, is going to sign with the Sixers again. Yeah, uh, I could see that. And then D'Angelo, D'Angelo Russell, his free agency is reliant on where Kyrie goes. If Kyrie goes to the Nets, D'Angelo's gone. Hmm. I've heard a lot of interest in the Lakers, which is cool because that's who drafted him. He was sent to the Nets because Magic didn't like him. <laughs> they traded him for bag of pennies. You know, We didn't give him anything for D'Angelo Russell. And the fact that he could come back and play with LeBron in AD, that would be sick. That'd be interesting. I would yeah. be interested in that. Clay Thompson, I don't see him leaving the uh, Warriors, but if he does, he's going to the Clippers. Hmm. He wants to go to LA. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Chris Middleton, I see him re-signing with the Bucks. That's a good take. I can see him also interested in the Mavericks. Hmm. Mavericks would be a good spot for him, but. I'm not sure. The cap, the, war, the Mavericks have a lot of cap space. I just don't know who is interested. I like Luka. I think they're going to give one of their uh, max slots to Porzingis, mm. which I think is a bad idea personally. I don't yeah. like Porzingis that much. Yeah. Al Austin. Horford, he's going to be interesting. I, As bad as this sounds, I want him to go to the Bucks. Mm. Just because, like, Ouch. <laughs> imagine him on the Bucks with Giannis. And Middleton resigns. Ooh, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. Uh, that would be hard <laughs> for Celtics fans. Oh, I think Tobias Harris is going to go to the Nets. Yeah, he's going to go somewhere. He's going to go. 
to the last the team that was going for all the max players if they don't get one of those players Tobias Harris is going to get the max from that team that team it could be maybe the Nets because they don't get KD I think KD is going to stay with the Warriors on like a one plus one deal so maybe Tobias Harris signs there or he signs with you know maybe like a sign and trade somewhere yeah Jimmy Butler I've also heard Jimmy Butler interested in the Rockets hmm that's an interesting one. I don't know if I like him on the the Rockets though. Yeah, just because he's such a cunt. <laughs> yeah. You talk about you talking about KD, uh, Kyrie being a cunt. K- K- Jimmy Butler was a cancer in Chicago. He was a cancer in the Timberwolves. He was even a cancer in Philadelphia. That man's just everywhere he goes. He's just a cunt. Yeah. On to free agency news. Marcus Saul's coming back for the Raptors, and so is Masai Ujiri, their GM. So. I don't know. It seems like everyone in uh, Toronto are, are staying with each other. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, they found success with a franchise and they're staying devoted to that franchise, you know, because they know that there's a chance of success there and, you know, um, uh, a possibility of future um, uh, success, uh, you know, um, unlike um, other um, cities like, you know, oh, I don't know, Boston. Boston. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say Boston. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to say Boston. I didn't know a Boston stand constantly strokes – Danny Ainge's cock was going to say that. That's surprising. <laughs> oh, oh, I do not stroke Danny Ainge. Shut up. Oh, yes, you do. No, I do not. Oh, Lord Danny, please make a trade. Yeah, good oh, luck with listen that. Listen to last week's episode, you dink. I do not stroke Danny Ainge, okay? My name's yes. not Aiden. <laughs> Oof. Award reactions. Um, so the NBA Awards was Monday night, and they announced the MVP, the Rookie of the Year, Defensive player of the year, most improved, coach of the year, all the good stuff. Uh, Giannis won MVP over James Harden and Paul George. Uh, I like it. That's a great pick. Giannis was the easily the MVP. James Harden had a good season. Paul George had a good season. But Giannis had a great season, 60 wins. Easily mm. the most valuable player uh, in that list of players. James Harden has Chris Paul to rely on. Paul George has Russell Westbrook. Giannis... Granted, he has Chris Middleton, and he has, you know, he had Paul Gasol and a few other solid players on his team. Giannis was the star. Giannis was the star. And honestly, if it wasn't for the Raptors having a lucky season, they probably would have been fine Yeah. to make it to the NBA Finals. But, you know, since the Raptors had this, you know, fairy tale ending to their season, <laughs> helping them was the Warriors being hobbled after – Carrying their team to five straight NBA Finals. I mean, I'd I'd be depleted too if I did that for five mm. years in a row. Essentially, five separate seasons of playing, you know, thirty games and having to face teams like the Rockets. You know, I would be tired too, but whatever. Defensive Player of the Year, Rudy Gobert is back to back Defensive Player of the Year. Um, uh, I'm not really a fan of this choice, honestly. Yeah. Rudy Gobert is a good defensive player, but I kind of prefer Giannis here. Or, Imagine if Giannis got both. That would have been awesome. He probably could have. He probably deserves it, honestly. Yeah. Not that Rudy Gobert is a bad choice. I just, you know, I think Giannis had a better season all around as a player. A lot of argument over Rookie of the Year. Um, there was a huge argument between Trey Young and Luka Doncic. DeAndre Ayton was also a finalist. I don't think anybody had DeAndre Ayton being Rookie of the Year. Don't think he really deserves it either. Luca put the Mavericks on the map. So, like, I think those two were really interesting point uh, picks. 
Funny enough that they traded picks for one another. So the Hawks should have originally had Luka, and the Mavericks should have had Trey Young, but they switched picks. Hmm. So they're always going to be linked together. Yeah. And now they're linked together with the Rookie of the Year. Who deserves it more? So clearly both sides won that trade. But Luka Doncic definitely, I think, deserves it. Scored oh, yeah. over 20 points a game. Mavericks are on the map now. Good stuff. Yeah. The sixth man, they had a good old Louis Williams again for uh, sixth man, second year in a row. What really confuses me is that two players from the Clippers were nominated for sixth man of the year. Huh. What's wrong with that? Asking you, what, what what's wrong with that? It's definitely interesting. Um. <laughs> the sixth man award is the guy that comes off the bench and fucking balls. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the issue with two players from the same team being nominated? It's, you know, they have a really bad starting five. That. Or and, that they have no stars. Or that you can't have two sixth men. You can't have two. It's one or the other. <laughs> so, yeah, Montrell's Harrell had a great six-man season, but you can't have two six-men. That's not allowed. That's so – that's like – why were they both nominated? That's one awesome. The, that's hilarious, <laughs> but it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Most improved player, Pascal Siakam. What are your thoughts? I think that's really interesting. I honestly thought for a little bit it was a I don't know, maybe a toss between him and D'Angelo. I know D'Angelo had a really good season as well, but yeah. I'm happy with this. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure what you think, but De'Aaron Fox was a fourth pick. D'Angelo Russell was the second pick. Pascal Siakam was the 27th pick. So the first five picks are projected to be stars. Twenty after after like pick ten, people were kind of hesitant on what you're gonna do. He's the 27th pick, and he balled as much as he did. Had an amazing NBA Finals. Mm. Pascal Siakam is my boy now. That's awesome. We exchange phone numbers. We're we're homies now. <laughs> oh, really? We hang yep. at the bar together. We do a lot of fun stuff, me and him. Um, and then finally, Coach of the Year. Uh, coach for the Bucks, Mike Budenheiser. He's the Coach of the Year. Doc Rivers for the Clippers and Mike Malone of the Nuggets were nominated. Um, what do you think? Honestly, I think it was really well-deserved. Uh, you know, Mike's just an absolute uh, god, it felt like, uh, coaching. Um, he carried them really far, you know. Uh, Doc Rivers, however, I would like to say is a really amazing coach, especially since he got his team as far as they did without any real stars or anything. Yeah. Uh, I thought he might have gotten it at first, you know. He, he had a been good season. Probable, There's an argument but... for Doc Rivers for sure. Yeah. But I think after watching how the playoffs played out, Mike Bodenheiser bringing them to the Eastern Conference Finals and facing the Raptors and, you know, granted they couldn't beat the team that was on a, you know, magic carpet ride, you know. So up next we have uh, America. Oh, all right, hold on one sec. Don't cut it just from the top. Three, two. So moving on uh, over in baseball, uh interesting thing going on right now is we have all-star starter finalist voting going on right now for the MLB. Uh, have you done your voting yet for this? I have not, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just did this last night, and honestly, get... there's a lot of awesome, awesome talent on this Let ballot. me guess. Red Sox player, Red Sox player, Red Sox player, Michael Chavis, Michael Red Sox player. Ha-ha! Ha-ha! No. 
So I got. Uh, I'll, I'll just tell you guys who I voted for, uh, starting from the top. Oh God! American League uh, for catcher, I voted for Gary Sanchez. Wow, what are you a Yankees fan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just been really talented. Power hitter, which is I, I feel like uncommon for catchers. You know. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see him play. Um, you can say it's interesting, all right. For first base, uh, I chose C.J. Crone. Uh, C.J. Oh, oh, bad take in your opinion? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm... the Twins have had a phenomenal year. C.J. Crone is awesome defensively, and he's really good offensively. So I chose him. I chose Carlos Santana. His stats are better. Yeah, he, he he's a really awesome player too. I was split between those two, but I decided to be that guy. Surprised you, you didn't know? pick Luke so. Volt, you fucking Yankees fan. Oof. Okay. Uh, second base, I voted for Jose Altuve. Ugh. Garbage, <laughs> garbage pick. Whatever. Shut up. Jose Altuve, really? Let me, let me. Jose Altuve has not had that great of a season. I'm just saying. I'm telling. He's batting 250. Will you shit on Bryce Harper? But he's batting 250 with 10 dingers, and you're trying mm. to say that he deserves the All Star vote? Oh my God. Yeah, I was gonna say it's. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Bryce Harper uh, before I did, because you would have left me right open there with an opportunity to jab on the Phillies with that one. <laughs> Regardless, Tommy Lastella is batting 296. He has 16 dingers. His WAR is 1.7. This mm. man has been on fire. And you're trying to say that he doesn't deserve it over Jose Altuve? Why? Because he's the same height as you will. Oh, you, you can wow. relate. To, you can relate wow. to him. Okay. You yeah. guys are both shrimpy little fucks. No, it's because you know Jose Altuve is a baller, and you know. Oh, Estella's Jose Altuve is a baller. So. He says, "Okay, yeah. batting two fifty. Yeah, okay." Uh, for shortstop. Wins above replacement, point five. Yeah, that's that's who I want to be an all star <laughs> for. <laughs> you fucking bum. Whatever. Okay. Uh, shortstop, I voted for Carlos Correa. Still wrong. Yeah, okay. Jorge, this is where the twins come in. Jorge Polanco. He's been an absolute hitting machine. Hmm. Labor Torres has been pretty good, but he hasn't been, he hasn't been, uh, Jorge Polanco. Third base, I voted for Alex Bregman. Okay, I agree with Bregman's that. Bregman's been a baller. Ain't and... no, ain't no, anybody got to argue with that. Alex yeah. Bregman's been an absolute unit. Yeah. So for Mookie for outfield, I voted for three different positions. I voted Mookie Betts of the Red Sox because mm. Mookie. Because, that's you all. Know, let me stroke my cock to Boston teams. Yeah. And then I voted for George Springer and Mike Trout. Interesting. So well, I voted for Mike Trout and George Springer because those guys are easily, easily putting up All Star stats. I actually have Joey Gallo with them. Hmm. Joey Gallo has been ripping dingers. The entire season. Mm. He's been an absolute unit for the Texas team that I really didn't have much expectation for. He has a better average than Mookie Betts. 273. He has 17 dingers. Wins above replacement is three. Now let's pull up all Mookie for a second because I know Mookie hasn't had that great of a season. 261. Mm. 13 dingers. Mm. Slugging percentage, 459. Mm. I mean, after he had, had a 640 slugging percentage last year, now it's... Four fifty nine. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's a bum. Designated hitter. I voted for JD Martinez. Yeah, me too. He's had a good season, even though the Red Sox have not been having a good season. Uh, you know, I think JD's a really good power hitter. Uh, Fantastic. So, yeah. What about the National League? 
National League uh, for catcher, I voted yes, Monty Grandal. Yeah. The Brewers are absolutely on but fire. I will say, Wilson Contreras has an argument. He's been good, too. Yeah, He's I almost wrong. voted for him, but I'm like, you know what? Uh, we'll go Yasmani Grant. <laughs> yeah, uh, first base, I voted Anthony Rizzo. Eh, no, no. No? Okay. I, ha- I have Josh Bell. Josh Bell of the po- the Pirates? Yeah, but he's been balling, though. Yeah, okay. There is argument there. He's he been is... balling. He's batting, he's batting over 300, I believe. Yeah. And he's just been a unit. 21 dingers, too. He's had 21 dingers. Yeah. Man's a baller. Yeah. Second base, I voted Mike Moustakis. I picked uh, Cattell Marte from the Diamondbacks. That's not bad either. Diamondbacks have had a lot of good players coming out of their organization this year. It's been interesting to see them play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shortstop, I voted Trevor Story. Me too. I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were going to go Baez. Nah, dude. The Rockies have the best infields in baseball. Defensively, they are unbelievable, you know? Agreed. So, third base, there's nobody you could pick as a result other than Nolan Arenado, okay? Have you seen the plays he's made at third base this year? He is unstoppable. Stoppable with grounders. He's amazing. That and his arm thrown to first, he's got a cannon. Defensively, he is probably one of my favorite players. So Well, um, I picked Chris Bryant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Chris Bryant's my pick. Granted. You had an of- absolute beast in Nolan Arenado. No respect, no disrespect intended to Bryant, mind you. But still, Arenado, dude, how could you not pick Arenado? Um, because Chris Bryant is attractive and he's not. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Definitely don't think Donaldson deserves it, though. Yeah. Donald's been okay at best. But, I mean, okay, okay at best it probably isn't fair. He's had a good season, but it's just not up to Chris Bryant standards. Yeah. And then for outfield, I voted. This um, is important. This is, this is loaded. So I really want to hear what you have to say. Yep. I voted Cody Bellinger. Uh-huh. Christian Yelich. Yeah, boy. And I voted Albert Omara Jr. <laughs> well, there's no doubt. Cody Bellinger's the MVP so far. Yeah. Right next to him is Christian Yelich. So those two are like. If you didn't pick those two for outfield, you should just. Oh, you should be banned from watching baseball for the rest of the I year. I got Ronald Acuna. He is a baller. I love Ronald Acuna. Honestly, I've been kind of sleeping on the Braves. I like the Braves. They've been solid. Yeah. So that's our that's our all star predictions. Honestly, Will, you're trash. Not gonna lie. CJ Croon for the Twins. Mm. I like Carlos Santana. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy Lastella. I like Jose Altuve because he has the same eyelashes as me. Oh, okay, okay. I know one thing. I'm not picking any Yankees. Mm-mm. Because I, I, like I Yankee. my first pick was Gary Sanchez. What are oh you my talking God, that's about? Because you the other bum. two are bum. Who'd you want? Who else did you want me to pick? Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, huh? Is that it? Okay. I'm not taking this sack. Okay. Oh, Will, you roll like the Yankees. Fuck off. Will, you just sound like a clown. You just sound like a total clown. What else is new though? <laughs> honk honk. Okay, yeah, I'm a total clown. Yeah, it must suck stroking their cocks 24 seven. You must have good wrist action though. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you're. 
I'm sure you're getting great wrist action stroking their cocks 24-7. Mm. Boston Stan. <laughs> <laughs> if I sh- Man, I'll tell you what. If I stroked the Red Sox cock as much as you did, I'd probably have a job there at this point. Yikes, yeah, you'd just be in the front office. Is that what you're telling me? Oh, uh, what's that? Uh, what's that? Fucking John Henry. <laughs> I won't. I won't. Uh, just. I won't disturb the viewers anymore. But, um, that's my all-star. I mean, Cody Bellinger, Kristen Yelich, Trevor Story. Some of these players are shoo-ins. Yosemite Grandal's been balling. Mike Trout's always a shoo-in. Mm. He's the best player in baseball. Has been for the last, you know, seven or eight years at this point. Almost, as, almost as good as Bryce Harper. But. I don't see Bryce Harper's name on this for some reason. Maybe there's a glitch. Maybe Bryce Harper. Maybe he's already a hall. Maybe he's already an All Star player. Bryce Harper, that is. Probably, I'm not sure. Probably a shoo at this point. Yeah. Okay. You know, ugh, batting. What is it again? Two, two, two eleven or something. Two forty six. Thank you. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. That, that's oh. so much better. Yeah. Well, he has thirteen dingers. How many home runs do you have? Probably zero. <laughs> His LPS is actually trash, though. I don't know. I mean, it's hard carrying, you know, the city of Philadelphia on your shoulders 24-7. Oh, what? You mean that city that you said was overwhelmingly stacked all season? Yeah, it is overwhelmingly stacked, Will. Mm, Five and a half games behind Atlanta. Okay, but Atlanta's a good team, though. Yeah, it is. It's Uh, better than Philadelphia, Uh, that's for sure. They also lost Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's I mean, your but argument. But then again, just... this isn't the NBA, okay? You can't lose one player and then automatically be knocked out I know. Out look, of the at the Yan- look at the Yankees. Your team <laughs> that you're so easily to judge. They're yeah, not... they lost Aaron Judge, and they're still balling the AL East. Where's Philly, huh? Where's Philly? They have to face, not only do they have to face the Braves, they also have to face the Cubs, the Brewers, the Cardinals are pretty solid, and you have the Dodgers and the Rock. I think, honestly, the NL is better than the AL, and that's probably why they're struggling. Mm, okay, yeah, so it's not Philly's fault. It's everybody else's fault. That's what you're saying, huh? No, I'm saying the Phillies, for one thing, five and a half games is nothing. It's better than uh, 11 games back is the Mets. Are they even – oh, they're not even in third anymore. All right. Embar- how, the, the Harperless Nationals are ahead of them, and mm. they're still below 500, and they're still above them. What does that say, Will? It means that your prediction means that has the lived. Mets suck, and, and they've yeah. lost four straight. And the Mets are thirty-seven and forty-four. That's the team that's going to win the NL East. Everybody, the Mets, who are eleven games back, they could sweep. They the the Braves can go on a ten-game losing streak, and the Mets can go on a ten-game winning streak, and they'd still be behind. That is how sad and pathetic your team is. Mm. The better chance the Phillies would go ahead before they would. Why? Because the Phillies are still loaded. Mm, okay. They, they are totally loaded. Too bad and they're not guess the who, East anymore. And guess who they just swept? Oh, that's right. It's your boys, the Mets. <laughs> they just swept them because your team is so goddamn pathetic. Mm. But oh, I like the Mets because they were blue. <laughs> that's your pick. That's what you think. Garbage can. Uh Still a great series. Still a great division out in uh, NL Central. I really don't know who's going to take it at this point. 
Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I still have my money on Milwaukee at the end of the day, but the Cubs have really been dominating. So They really have. Yeah. Honestly, even the worst team, the Reds are six games back. Yeah, the Reds aren't even in that bad of shape either. So, like, you know. The Reds are winning the, the NL Central is what, <laughs> what we're trying to say. Yeah, they're just going to come back last second. Yeah, just like the Mets, right? In September, they're just going to win, like, I don't know, 15 straight. <laughs> The Dodgers, I think that the, what the baseball season looks like right now, it's essentially a it's, it's essentially a league of the Dodgers, the Astros, the Twins, and the Yankees, and everybody else. Mm. Those four teams, those four teams are legit. Yeah, All like, of look them at the above. Dodgers, right? Look at Colorado, 42-38. Same record as Milwaukee, who's one game behind, and they're – at, from the top of their division, but Colorado's 12 games behind the Dodgers as of today. Yeah, and that's unbelievable. They're actually um, tied with the Phillies for the wild card spot. Hmm. Them and the Brewers and Rockies, Phillies, and Brewers are all tied for the national wild card. Yeah, at and least then my, at, that, least, at least my team's still in the uh, in the playoff. Hunt, unlike the Mets, who are oh five and a half games behind the wild card. Wow, your team's not even going to make the postseason. Your team's probably going to win seventy games, and you're trying to make fun of my team. Yeah, okay. <laughs> the Phillies also lost Andrew McCutcheon, and when Bryce Harper pops off and bats four hundred in the month of June. Oh, please! Don't give me a stroke with your terrible Bryce Harper takes. Oh well, it's so hard. It's so hard not to just roast you mm. all the time. With your garbage, everything. <laughs> everything you say is garbage. You're like a walking fucking garbage disposal. Yeah. Oh, what's that? The garbage is here? Oh, all right. Oh, okay, Let yeah. me just muck up how trash the Mets are. Oh, wait, what's that? Oh, I love them. Even though they're 17 and 30 on uh, away. Mm. Anytime they have to go out of their fucking ballpark, they shut their pants. Just like you do. Oh. Shut your pants every chance you get, you fucking loser. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, looking back at it, if I picked Atlanta, I'd be in a lot better spot right now. But <laughs> we were all... I wanted to go for the underdog at the beginning of the year. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, here's hoping. Here's optimism that the Mets surprised me. And they fell on their face. And they're just as disappointing as um, as um, as Pittsfield, which, you know, you're probably aware of that. So mm. whatever. It's almost like being that dad cheering on his son in Little League who's Even just sitting team- in center field eating grasshoppers. <laughs> yeah. I will say I'm pissed off with the Red Sox, as I've been the entire year. Hmm. They have the most blown saves in the AL. Six, 16 games. Hmm. They've blown 16 games. And you want to know who their closer is? You want to... They Matt Barnes closed the games most of the time. It feels like he's he's had ten opportunities. He's four in ten. His save percentage is forty percent. Forty. Ugh. Has six blown saves. That is absolutely pathetic. And then you have Ryan Brazier, who has seventy percent, but he's also blown three saves. Workman, who has a ERA below two has also blown three saves. It's like you guys are the epitome of absolute trash. This is what it feels like to be the Mets. This is how it feels like to be the Mets. Mm. Constant disappointment. But no, 
It's the Red Sox, the team that just won the World Series. They had these two guys named Joe Kelly and Craig Kimbrell. Kimbrell plays for the Cubs now. He's going to probably win them a title now. (laughs) And you have Joe Kelly, Joe Kelly Fight Club. Joe Mm -hmm. Kelly Fight Club is going to fight for the Dodgers and plunk, I don't know, Yasmani Grandal. Yeah. (laughs) Start a riot. But you know what? I don't even care. Uh, As long as the Mets fall flat on their face, I'll laugh. I'll laugh to their demise. That's how I feel about your. That's how I feel about your Mets take, buddy. Hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're sleeping, are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm falling asleep on New York right now. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna start an MLB franchise mode on the show. Oh, okay. And I'm just gonna beef out the Mets so that way I can pretend they win. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what every Mets fans do. Yeah. That's what they have to do to not feel disappointing 24/7. Oh well, maybe one day they'll succeed. Just not, you know. During our bet. Yeah. Oh, well. Just not over Tasty Burger. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bet against Wahlburgers next year, and I'll win, and that'll be that. <laughs> no. I'm going to be a vegan by then, so. Oh, oh, that's right, because you're going to school in Boston now. Yeah. And I'll have to get offended when you mention burgers, too. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to me- – you'll mention a burger, and I'll get offended that you mention a, bur- a burger. Which is funny, because when I went to Market Days – Market Days is a thing in Concord that they have a bunch of, like, fairs or whatever. Uh, and there was this, like, anonymous thing. Like, this, these people with the anonymous masks were on. And they had their TVs, like, playing the, the factory farm, like, animals being slaughtered video. <laughs> and this guy who looks like he works, he looks like he was for anonymous, which is no surprise, of course. But he was just a super weirdo. And he's like... What are the, how do these videos make you feel? I'm like, I mean, I don't feel great watching these videos, watching chickens get slaughtered, but at the same time, chicken tastes pretty damn good, so maybe that's making it taste a little better. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh. The worst part, I had my buddy Keith with me, and he doesn't give a fuck either. He's just like, yo, you want to fuck with those anonymous dudes? I'm like, oh, yeah, of course. Oh, no, so you had somebody egging you on? <laughs> no, he was way worse than I was. <laughs> Because he said word for word, he's like, um, the guy's just like, how does this make you feel? He's like, well, honestly, it doesn't really make me feel really good, but I know that I'm going to go home tonight and eat a plate of ribs. (laughs) Uh, It was just hilarious and just continuously fucked with them. And then right after that, he saw a bunch of Trump, like a Trump sign for 2020, (laughs) thinking like, oh, God, this will be interesting. Talking to a Trump supporter. And they talk about the abortion rights. Uh-oh. And there's these, like, 16-year-old girls next to them, like, trying to have people sign petitions about, I don't know, abortion or something. And they see my BU lanyard, and they, like, they look at me, and they look at my lanyard, and then they're like, I bet you would be interested in this form. <laughs> Just because you go to BU, huh? <laughs> apparently, apparently BU means that I'm sophisticated. I, I, it doesn't matter what side of the argument that anybody's on. It's just when you can see that somebody's really like overly passionate about some political stuff, uh, you can just mess with them, and it is so funny. Which you know? is, brings me back to what Keith said. Keith decided to go to the, the pro, pro-rights pro uh, argument, and he's just like, well, to me, I don't give a fuck if they die. Like I don't know them. <laughs> and, then, and then he says something like, so then the guy goes into detail about, like, how they go about, like, killing a baby that day, like, when it's conceived. 
just like kind of like letting it die on a table. He's like, to me, it's just a pile of flesh at that point. <laughs> oh he was so bad about God. it. It was so offensive. I mean, granted, he was being pro- he was being provocative on purpose. But oh, so- yeah, just trying to be as offensive as possible. It was yep. hilarious, honest to God. But, oh, God, Keith's such an icon. <laughs> Shout out to you, Keith. <laughs> Keith Parent. He's actually, if you go to Hampton Beach, he's one of the lifeguards now. So Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a lifeguard. So he's you'll probably see him if you guys are beaching out there. You'll see this buff dude named Keith, and you'll be like, that's probably the guy who <laughs> looks at babies and thinks they're a pile of flesh. So, <laughs> Speaking of dead flesh, uh, this is probably uh, the end of the show, right? We've kind of went off topic a little bit, but all is good. Yeah. All is good. So It's a pretty good show, I think. So Next week, we'll have to record on Wednesday, because as, of course, you know, uh, it's going to be the 4th of July, and uh, the boys will be in Boston then. And, uh, yeah. and the great people over at Conquer TV will uh, have the day off. So good for them, good for Josh, and mm. good for Mike and all the other good guys over here at Conquer TV. So we'll record on Wednesday. So you'll probably hear, you know, whatever we talk about that week, it'll be two days behind rather than just the one. But um, that'll be episode 15, which is kind of wild that we're already that far in. But Yeah, yeah. Always fun here at the uh, Title Chasers uh, headquarters. <laughs> yeah. We got some stuff we're chefing up that will yeah. soon to arrive. But All right, guys. We'll see you next week. As, of course, every Friday we publish our episodes. So do you have any closing thoughts, old Billy? I don't think so. Just uh, thanks to Conquer TV once more for uh, having us here again. Awesome studio here, you know. Uh, awesome organization to work with. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you guys next Friday. All right. Go Mets.